I want to talk to you from this thought today. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And I want to begin this message today by asking you a question. And I want you to think about it for a few moments. What makes you have a Merry Christmas? Just, just ponder that. What are some things that you would say, this makes me have a Merry Christmas. For some of you, you enjoy the lights, uh, the decorations. Some of you enjoy the Christmas shopping. Some of you enjoy the Christmas music. When, when I think about myself, and one of the things that makes me have a Merry Christmas is the food and beverages. Yes, yes. Many of you may know that I love eggnog. I love it. Absolutely love eggnog. I love the taste of it. I love the thickness of that slime going down my throat. I love it. I, I love eggnog. Everything about it. I love eggnog milkshakes from Brahms. I, I love them. I, matter of fact, I love eggnog so much, I asked my wife to make some other dishes. And so last year, she decided to make us an eggnog casserole. Oh, it was good. It was good. J just a few weeks ago, my wife made eggnog French toast. Oh, my, my, my. Butter syrup. It was so good. I, it makes me have a Merry Christmas. I, I love the food around Christmas time. I love the cutout cookies that my family makes with, with frosting on top. I love pickles with cream cheese and ham wrapped around them. I, I love it. I, I love ham itself. Just ham. Come on, ham. Now, how many know there's a difference between ham and then the ham that has that glaze on it? Come on, that sweet glaze. Come on, how many know what I'm talking about? There's ham and then there's sweet glaze. Ham. And how many of you know after you make ham, you got to eat ham sandwiches for five days after that. You know, what I, you know what I'm talking about? Come on, somebody like them ham sandwiches? Praise the Lord. I love ham sandwiches. Nothing like a ham sandwich with that Hawaiian sweet rolls. Come on, somebody know what I'm talking about. You, you starting to feel Jesus right now? You about to have a Merry Christmas with me? Matter of fact, last night our family for dinner had ham sandwiches with Hawaiian sweet rolls and mayonnaise. Yes, it was, it was good. <laughs> love this time of year. I love white chocolate with peppermints crushed in it. I love, I love pretzels covered with white chocolate. Matter of fact, the last three or four days I have eaten pretzels with, covered with white chocolate. I'm praying they're calorie free because they're so good. Every year at Christmas time, I've been married to my lovely bride 17 years this month, and this is our 18th Christmas, spending Christmas together. And every year her family for Christmas, they make prime rib. They've been doing this long before I got in the family, but they've been making prime, I mean, every, you can count on it, prime rib. And so it's prime ribs, mashed potatoes and gravy and corn with cream cheese, and they've got, got green bean casserole. Oh, man, it's good. Come on. I'm trying to tell you what makes me have a Merry Christmas. It's one of the things that makes me have a Merry Christmas. But, but here's what I want us to grasp. And the real reason we all can have a Merry Christmas is because of Mary's Christmas. 
You see, over 2,000 years ago, Mary gave birth to Jesus Christ. And because Mary gave birth to Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago, no matter what's happening in our life during the Christmas season, we can have a Merry Christmas because of Mary's Christmas. And today I want us to look at the story of Jesus' mother and the events that led up to Mary's first Christmas. Let's look at Luke's account of the events that led up to Mary's first Christmas. And Luke 1 and verse 26 says, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, she's pregnant with John the Baptist, who's going to prepare the way for Jesus. It says, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you, will call, you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob. Jacob's descendants forever, notice this, his kingdom will never end. And in this portion of Scripture, God gives Mary her divine assignment. She was chosen, the only one chosen to give birth to Jesus Christ. She was an unmarried teenage girl, and she was chosen to give birth to Jesus and to raise the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Mary was given a huge assignment. And what I want us to understand today is that God has given all of us assignments. And no matter how big or how small the assignment may seem to you, what's important is that you and I carry out the assignments that God has given us. And what I want to do today as we look at the events that lead up to Mary's first Christmas, I want us to look at three ways we carry out God's assignments for our lives. Number one is this, if we're going to carry out God's assignment for our life, we must be ready. We must be ready. For first of all, we must be ready by being his servant, by being his servant. Notice what Mary says after receiving her assignment from the angel of God. In Luke 1 and verse 38, it says, I am the Lord's servant. Mary answered, may your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. I am the Lord's servant. Friends, the only way we can carry out God's assignment for our life is by being His servant. Today, if you had to answer the question regarding being the Lord's servant, could you respond in the same way Mary did? Could you say with sincerity of heart today, I am the Lord's servant? 
servant. Or would you say, you know, Pastor, I don't know that I could say that. I don't know that I would declare that I am the Lord's servant. And if that, that's the case, I, I, well, here's what I desire today. My hope, my prayer is that today, by the end of this experience, that you would surrender your life to Jesus and that you would become his servant. Because the only way to accomplish God's assignments for your life is by becoming and being his servant. And Mary said, listen, we must be ready. I am the Lord's servant. There's a second thing I want you to notice about being ready. We must be ready by preparing ourselves for God's assignment. Notice in Luke 1 and verse 34, Mary says, how will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. You see, because Mary was the Lord's servant, she was living her life to please and to honor God every single day. Mary was saving herself for marriage. She was saving herself for holy matrimony. Mary was prepared for her assignment because she lived for God every day. Here's what I want us to grasp. Every day matters. Every day matters. What you do today is preparing you for what God has for you tomorrow. Every day matters. Prepare today like tomorrow depends on it. Because it does. It does. Every day matters. And Mary was prepared for her assignment, what she did the days previous until the angel showed up. It prepared her for that very moment when the angel said, God has chosen you. She was prepared for her assignment. I want you to notice in Luke 1 and verse 28, it says, the angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you, not going to be with you. But he's already with you. You're, you're prepared for your assignment. Verse 30 says, but the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Mary, you found the favor. You've done some things to prepare for this moment. You found favor. We must be ready by preparing ourselves for God's assignment. We must be ready to accomplish God's assignment. A third thing, ready to accomplish God's assignment. Notice in Luke 1, 38, it says, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Mary was ready to accomplish her assignment from God. She was all in. Think about this. The angel shows up unexpectedly to, to Mary and says, you're going to become pregnant. You're a virgin. You've never been married. The Holy Spirit is going to impregnate you. You're going to give birth to the Son of God and raise him. And Mary, without hesitation, without reservation, she was ready to follow God's plan. She said, may your word to me be fulfilled. And friends, God has given us all assignments. And are you ready to accomplish God's assignment for your life? If you're married today, God has given you the assignment to love your spouse, to nurture them, to care for them, to invest in them, to honor them, to respect them. There should be no other relationship 
or thing on the planet that comes before your spouse except for your relationship with Jesus Christ? Are you, are you living out God's assignment for your life? If you're a parent, God has called you, he called me to raise our children up in the fear of the Lord. Listen, this is not the church's job, yet we're here to partner with you. It's not the school's job. It's not society's job. It's not friends' job. It is our job as parents to raise our children up in the fear of the Lord, to teach them the things of God. Are you carrying out God's assignment? for your life. If you have a J-O-B, a job, God has called you as a child of God to work that job with all of your heart, whatever you put your hand to, do it with all of your might, and God has called you to give your best and to do your best at the job that he's called you to. How are you doing in carrying out your assignment. If you're a follower of Jesus, God has given you and I an assignment to be light in the midst of darkness, light at the workplace, light in the community, light at the ball games, light with friends, light with family. It's an assignment on our life. How are you doing carrying out your assignment? God has given us all specific assignments. My assignment, not your assignment, your assignment is not my assignment. God's given us all specific assignments. I think about a couple of my assignments. At the age of 17, God placed his hand on me and called me to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's an assignment that I've been carrying out for 21 years of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Actually, 22 years. Time is slipping too much. Brother's almost 40. But it's slipping away on me. I mean, I've been preaching, carrying out my assignment. God called my wife and I over 12 years ago to pastor People's Church. And for 12 years, we've been carrying out our assignment. And God has assignments for your life. Are you carrying out God's assignment? We must be ready to carry out his assignment. May your word to me be fulfilled. I'm ready. Number two is this, how do we carry out God's assignment for our life? Number two, we must find support to accomplish our assignment, support. Notice back in Luke 1 and verse 39, it says, At that time, after Mary received her assignment from the angel of God, it says, Mary got ready and hurried, hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When as Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb. Remember we said that Mary was pregnant with John the Baptist, and it says, And Elizabeth, and Elizabeth, not only did the baby leap in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child that you, you will bear. But when I am so favored that the, the, that, that the mother of my Lord should come to me, as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Mary received her assignment from God, and notice this, 
The first thing Mary did when she received her assignment from God was she hurried. The Bible points this out. She hurried to Elizabeth's house, and she stayed with Elizabeth for three months. I think it's just interesting. It's kind of intriguing as you study the Scriptures and begin to realize that, that, that Mary was there her first trimester with Elizabeth. And most of us know that in pregnancy, a, a woman's most critical time oftentimes is those first trimesters are you Usually the most pivotal time that you can lose a child. And in Mary's first trimester, she went and got some support, and she hung out with Elizabeth, and Elizabeth supported her. Elizabeth encouraged her. Elizabeth believed in Mary's assignment. She didn't doubt it. She wasn't critical of it. She wasn't sarcastic. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. An angel showed up, hmm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. An angel. Mm-hmm. And the angel said, no, let, me, let me understand. The angel said, you're going to get pregnant. Mm. Was the angel's name Joseph? <laughs> I mean, you know, no, 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 she didn't clown her. She didn't, she, she, she didn't doubt it. She, didn't, she wasn't sarcastic. She believed in Mary's assignment. She wasn't jealous of Mary. She didn't discourage Mary. She encouraged her in people's church. When you accept your God-given assignments in life, come on, all of our locations, one of the first things you need to do is find some support. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Run. Run. Hurry and find people who will support you, who will encourage you, who will speak life over your assignment, who will believe in you. Come on, the right people will push you into following God's assignment for your life. They'll inspire you. They'll encourage you. They'll support you. Come on, even the right people, when you find the right people, when you get off track and you're trying to do things that are not a God's assignment for your life, they'll speak to you and say, Why, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Why are you getting off track? Because their job is to push you and to encourage you to accomplish God's assignment for your life. And friends, when you get around the right people, you can fool around and get filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, when you get around the right people, you can fool around and have your baby leap. That's what the text says. I love that. I couldn't wait to say that to you today. I love that in the text. The Bible says that when Mary showed up at Elizabeth's house, because how many of you know when you get around the right people, it's not just good for you, but it's good for them. And Mary showed up to be encouraged by Elizabeth, but when you're around the right people, it'll do something for you. And the Bible says that, that, Mary, that Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and her baby leaped when she was in the presence of of Mary, going to be the mother of Jesus. And friends, you got to get around people that when you're around them, they inspire you to pray more. They inspire you to read your Bible. They inspire you to be holy and inspire you to be godly. Come on, you get around the right people, you'll fool around, get filled with the Holy Ghost, want to be more like Jesus Christ. You get around the right people, they'll make your dream leap. They'll make your vision leap. They'll make your destiny leap. They'll make your assignment leap. You'll feel inspired and motivated to be more like Jesus Christ, they'll make your baby leap and not your baby sleep. How many know you get around some people, they'll make your baby sleep? But you get around some people, they'll make your dream leap. They'll make your assignment leap. I mean, 
you got to get around the right people. And Mary hurried to Elizabeth's house. Number three is this. There's a, there's a third, third thing we must do to carry out God's assignment for our life. Number three is we must believe our assignment is possible. Believe our assignment is possible. There's no doubt that Mary was thinking, how is this going to happen? She was thinking that. Notice in Luke 1, verse 34, it says, how will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin, how will this be? Hello. Did you skip human biology? Mr. Angel of God, virgins don't get pregnant. But I want you to notice that Mary did not say it wasn't possible. She simply said, how will this be? I want to help somebody today. Stop saying you can't accomplish your God-given assignment. Mary did not know how it was going to happen. She didn't doubt it. She just said, how will this be? But she believed that it was possible. Stop saying you can't be a good daddy. You can't be a good mama. Stop saying you can't be a good spouse and a godly spouse. Stop saying, no, Pastor, there ain't no more good men out there. Stop saying that. Stop saying there aren't any more godly women. Stop saying you'll never find a good job. Stop saying you'll never own a home. Stop saying you won't ever graduate from college. Stop saying you won't be used by God. Stop saying that God won't use your life in a great way. Stop saying you can't. You see, too often we don't accomplish our God-given assignment because we don't think it's possible. And Mary said, how will this be? Not that it can't be, but how will it be? And notice the angel's response back in verse 35. As I read this, I want these words to minister to you. I want these words to speak deeply to your heart about your dream, about the assignments God has given you. How will this happen? Verse 35, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Mary, you can't do this by yourself. But God is going to help you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she, who was said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. And verse 37, wow, I love verse 37. For no word from God will ever fail. No word from God. No word from God. I'm going to get pregnant by the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give birth to Jesus, the Son of God, Mary. No word from God will ever fail. And notice Mary's response in verse 38. I am the Lord's servant. Mary answered, may your word to me be fulfilled. See, Mary heard crazy talk from an angel. You're going to become pregnant by the Holy Spirit. But Mary believed that no word from God will ever fail. Mary believed that it was 
possible because with God all things are possible. That's for somebody today. God can't fail. No word from God will fail. Quit saying you can't and start saying you can. You can accomplish your assignment. You can do what God's called you to do. You can be used of God. You can be different from the family you grew up in. You can do what God has called you to do. Quit saying you can't and start saying you can. How will this be? The Holy Spirit will help you. He will overshadow you. He'll give you the power. He'll give you the strength. You can. You can. You can. And when you embrace God's assignment for your life, have yourself a very merry Christmas.